0: As we have been covering here on KSL News Radio, President Joe Biden is in Brussels today uh, meeting with NATO allies. And he announced as uh, part of the activities here today, new sanctions, more humanitarian aid in coordination with our NATO allies. Uh, so we want to check into all that he said, what he didn't say, and uh, really what comes next as it relates to Ukraine, Vladimir Putin, and Russia's aggression. Uh, President Biden began by announcing uh, more humanitarian aid and talked about the number of refugees that the U.S. will accept, uh, as well as other nations, along with these new sanctions.
1: I'm announcing the United States is prepared to commit more than $1 billion in humanitarian assistance to help get relief to millions of Ukrainians affected by the war in Ukraine. Many Ukrainian refugees will, uh, will wish to stay in Europe, closer to their homes. But we have also will welcome 100,000 Ukrainians to the United States with a focus on reuniting families. And we will invest $320 million to bolster democratic resilience and defend human rights in Ukraine and neighboring countries. We're also coordinating with the G7 and the European Union on food security as well as energy security. And I'll have more to say about that tomorrow. We're also announcing new sanctions of more than 400 individuals and entities aligned with in alignment with the European Union. More than 300 members of the Duma, oligarchs, and Russian defense companies that fuel the Russian war machine.
0: So to me, the interesting component in there was when the president said that he'd be coordinating with the G7 and EU partners, on food and energy security. We know there's going to be some things around natural gas for Europe uh, and the U.S.'s role there. President Biden was also asked specifically as it relates to the food issue, uh, what they plan to do in terms of addressing food shortages, including global wheat, uh, because of the war in Ukraine.
1: The United States, which has a, has a significant, the third largest producer of wheat in the world, as well as Canada which is also a major, major producer. And we both talked about how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food food shortages. And in addition to that, we talked about uh, urging all the European countries and everyone else to end trade restrictions on on sending uh, limitations on sending food abroad.
0: The president uh, was also asked if he supports, and this was a really crucial one, kicking Russia out of the G20. That's a significant move. Here's the president's response.
1: My answer is yes. It depends on the G20. Um, I, that, that was raised today, and uh, I raised the possibility if that can't be done, if Indonesia and others do not agree, then we should, in my view, ask to have both uh, um, Ukraine... Uh, be able to attend the meetings
0: I think it was important uh, that the the president did address that and said yes yeah we do think we do think that, that the Russians should be uh, booted out of the g20 and then he then he backtracked slightly and said and if that can 't be done because of course there are votes from other places like Indonesia and others that uh, have relationships with Russia that may not be inclined to vote to expel them from the g20 uh, so the president said if that 's not possible then at minimum we should let Ukraine have a seat at that table and let them allow allow them to attend those meetings. Uh, The president was also asked during a uh, question and answer session there in Brussels today, he was asked about China and uh, their critical role and how they might be either working with uh, or just staying out of what's going on with Russia.
1: China understands that uh, its economic future is much more closely tied to the West uh, than it is to Russia, and so uh, I, uh, I I'm hopeful that he uh, he does not get engaged.
0: And that's an important one that we don't often think about. Sometimes we think, well, you just got two uh, big powers over there in China and Russia, and it makes sense that they would they would come together uh, in a moment like this. But it's not necessarily the case. Uh, the president was very uh, right and accurate in pointing out that China's future is far more tied uh, to the West than it is to Russia. Uh, and so the advantages of that, I think, have to be calculated very carefully uh, by President Xi in China, uh, because, again, most of their economy is based on interaction with the West. And so would they be willing to risk all of that uh, in helping Russia that really doesn't offer all that much? uh to China. Uh and so that was an interesting uh, little uh, shot across the bow I think from President Biden towards China to say hey we we think China ought to stay out <laughs> uh because economically uh, that would not be good for China. So that was an interesting statement by President Biden. Uh he was also asked uh, during this question and answer with the press uh, President Biden, Biden was asked about Russia possibly using chemical weapons and here's that exchange
2: if chemical weapons were used in ukraine would that trigger a military spot response from nato
1: it would be it would trigger a response in kind whether or not you're asking whether nato would cross we'd make that decision at the time
0: okay so that's also very interesting we've been talking a lot about this uh, as president putin uh, who is bogged down stalled out and struggling in ukraine uh, and losing credibility as a great military might. Uh, he has started to use the, hey, remember, I got nuclear weapons, guys, uh, as sort of the saber rattling threat. And it's interesting that uh, one President Biden was very clear that that would trigger a response. Uh, what that would be, whether that would be, you know, troops on the ground or across borders, uh, he said they would make that decision uh, as it came up. Uh, but that it would trigger a response in kind. Uh, so that's an important thing again, I think, for Vladimir Putin to recognize. And we're gonna talk about this a little bit more later in the show. Uh, As we get into how strong and how big and how much should we be listening uh, to the ongoing rhetoric, we always have to take nuclear threats seriously, uh, but how seriously and in what position is Vladimir Putin is a really interesting question. Then finally, as the president was leaving the stage, uh, as he is prone to do, uh, he, he hangs around for the shouting question and he took one last question about the effectiveness of the sanctions. This was a really interesting exchange to me.
2: Sir, deterrence didn't work. What makes you think Vladimir Putin will alter course based on the action you've taken today? Let's get
1: something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. Sanctions never deter. The mains of sanctions... The maintenance of sanctions, the increasing the pain, and the demonstration why I asked for this NATO meeting today is to be sure that after a month we will sustain what we're doing, not just next month, the following month, but for the remainder of this entire year. That's what will stop Do You believe the actions they will have an
2: impact
1: on the commercial change course in Ukraine? That's not what I said. You, you're, you're playing a game with me. I know. The answer is no. But we have to demonstrate. The reason I asked for the meeting, we have to stay fully,
0: totally, thoroughly united. So we do have to stay thoroughly united. That was clearly the message from the president. And I think he was right to say, look, sanctions are not a deterrent up front. And uh, that we have to sustain them, and staying united uh, as allies is the key to sustaining those. Much more to come. Stay with us on Inside Sources. We'll talk about, with Pamela Atkinson on some of the homeless situations in Salt Lake City coming up next, right here on KSL News Radio.